0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. This is H-Town Wheelhouse, and this is an H-Town Wheelhouse podcast, Quick Hit. Today, I'm going to discuss who I believe the Astros manager should be, what the Astros' alleged apology will be, and what we have to look forward to in 2020. Thanks for tuning in. Quick Hit is next. Once again, guys, thanks for tuning in. This is H-Town Wheelhouse. My pick for the next Houston Astros manager is not a seasoned veteran like Dusty Baker or even Buck Showalter. We all know Bruce Bocce would be the number one choice, but he's not managing. So who is this guy? Is it the mystery candidate? No. Who I would like to see as the next manager of the Houston Astros is Jeff Bannister. Now, if you would have told me a year ago... That I would ever be saying that, I would have to ask you to get your head examined because that was a guy that we could not stand as Astros fans. Naturally, it was because he was the Rangers manager. But let me make my case. Number one, he's a hometown guy. He's from Lamarck, Texas. He played baseball at Lamarck. He played baseball at Lee College. He then went on. To play at U of H. And there's some things about him that you don't know, things that shortened his career, injuries, dealt with various adversities that led him directly into coaching three years after his major league debut. He only has one game under his belt in the major leagues, but he's been a coach or in the coaching system since 1994. And so Jeff Bannister is a type of guy that I think we need. Number number two, he's an analytics guy. He's an analytics guy, and he will embrace the modern apparatus of the Houston Astros in helping them defeat their opponents. Number three, the guy's got a fire in his belly. He has a desire to win, and if you look back on any games that the Rangers played against the Astros in the fiery, nearly bench-clearing brawls that he got into or the teams got into, him and A.J. Hancher at each other. This guy's the ultimate competitor. Why wouldn't you want someone like Jeff Bannister to take over this team? He's a local guy. He's done actually pretty well in his managerial career. He overachieved when he was with the Rangers with the talent that they, that they lacked. And his competitive nature and his bulldogish type attitude are second to none. And my final point, Jeff Bannister, is he's a great man of the community. He does a lot of great work outside. He is guided by his faith that he's had since he was a young child. And I just think he is one of those high-character guys that are out there that none of the bigger ball clubs are going to look at. So why not give this guy a shot? Oh, and P.S. I'm not writing a letter. He was actually a finalist for the managerial job when the Astros hired um, when the Astros hired um, AJ Hinch. So he's interviewed before with this organization. So who knows? I just think he's the man that fits the bill the best. His analytics, with his fire, he's not. He's not too high up there in years. He's pretty young for a manager, and I think he will steer this club in the right direction. And I think the players can embrace him. So anyways, Jeb Bannister's my pick. Up next, I'm going to tell you what I think the Astros are going to say or not say. And here are my thoughts on the response or the press conference the Astros are going to have. I don't believe every single player is going to speak up or say, well, I didn't know what was happening, because that would look bad. I do think that as a team, they're going to choose one player to speak. It will either be Jose Altuve, George Springer, or Alex Bregman. I don't know. Maybe they'll even pick Justin Verlander. But I think one of the hitters will speak, and they will say that people not named in the room came up with the scheme to help them decode signs. When they originally came up with the scheme, they didn't believe that it was anything that was outside of the boundaries of the rules that Major League Baseball had set forth. I believe they're going to say, we weren't made aware of a memo from the Major League's the Major League Front Office that harsher penalties were coming down if certain types of sign stealing methods were used. And so we want to apologize to our fans if we appear to be anything less than a character driven ball club, that we do have integrity and that we have a lot to prove. And we want to in 2020 earn the trust back of the Houston Astros fans. That's what I think they will say. I have no clue if that's what they'll say. I really doubt that the media is going to get the feast of individual players saying, raising their hand, saying, I cheated, I'm sorry. Just like, let me me make this point. When I went and got Pete Rose's autograph with my son, at a local signature store, Fitterman Sports. Ryan Fitterman is actually his exclusive signature dealer now. Um, so it, so there you go. If, if, if Ryan actually hears this, um, I hope he listens. There's a free plug. Fitterman Sports at Baybrook Mall, they've got some of the best signatures. But I remember reacting to the situation when I went to go get Pete Rose's autograph with my son. And they asked me if I wanted to buy an inscription. And one of the workers said, I said, well, what what inscription? Do you have certain ones? And she said, well, it's 20 extra dollars to have him write, I'm sorry, I bet on baseball. And my initial reaction was, why would I have him write, he's sorry, he bet on baseball? He's already apologized, hasn't he? She goes, well, yeah, but it's a collector thing. And I remember looking at her saying, imagine if you or I had to write down on a baseball the things that we've done like the things that we're sorry for why would he apologize to me he didn't do anything to me he he made his own choice he's moved on from it a lot of people haven't whatever i can forgive but what the double edged sword here i think in this press conference is the astros are going to do what they can to distance themselves from this, number one. Number two, there's not a thing in the world they can say where the media is going to stand up, clap their hands, and say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. The opposing fan base is still going to be vitriolic, and that's where I think the real crime is here. I think the Astros don't need to focus on actually apologizing, although I think some of that will be included. I think they need to focus on telling the fans that we want to earn your trust back, that the fans hear them say, you know what, we screwed up, we're going to move forward, we're going to make better decisions in the future. That's how I feel. You may disagree with me, you may think they're horrible, or you may think this is the worst thing since, since I don't know what, but in my mind, it's really not the worst thing. I think it's been blown way out of proportion. All these people claiming the integrity of the game is under attack and blah, blah, this and blah, blah, that. It's just really, really frustrating. Here's the deal. Another thing I want to hit on before we exit the airwaves is I noticed a Major League Baseball statement that was released that said players were given immunity in exchange for divulging all the information. And one of the things that has come out Is that Major League Baseball issued a memo to the executives of each team about the harsh penalties that will be handed down if teams partook in electronic sign stealing at the point of which they received the letter on. So from that point until, you know, now, well, that was that was that was a terrible transition. You know what I'm saying? Like, basically, from now on, this is what we're going to do. And the story is that A.J. Hinch um, or Jeff Lunau did not share the information with the players. I don't know if you can sit here and say definitively because my initial thought was, well, it's definitely A.J. Hinch's fault. I Here's the bottom line. You and I can be the court of public opinion all we want to. But when it comes down to it, unless you were the players, unless you were in that locker room, and unless you... Did or didn't do what they're accused of doing. You can't really say what happened. And so on this subject, I try to speak objectively. And I also try to realize that there's a whole lot about this thing that I don't know. There's a whole lot about other teams doing stuff that I will probably never find out. I want my team moving forward. I want my team doing their darndest to get to the 2020 World Series. And I am just going to choose to shut out and ignore opposing fan bases. Because let me tell you something, Astros fans. I engaged in a six or seven hour conversation with someone on Twitter yesterday. Now, I obviously work. I have a job. But every once in a while in breaks and between times when I was working, I was able to look at my Twitter feed and this Yankee fan kept saying this stuff and so I was responding to him I thought rationally and then randomly the guy blocks me like why did he block me I didn't call him a name I didn't make it personal um I didn't do what a lot of people on Twitter do and get vitriolic or cuss at him but it was completely irrational for him to just simply block me When we were having a rational conversation, and that's when I realized opposing fan bases don't want rational conversation. They just want to stand on the tops of the mountain, and they want to yell how the Astros have ruined baseball, how they've ruined the integrity, how they have just gone out of their way, and because of them, the game is worse off for this. So that's my take today. This is H Town Wheelhouse. And I'll do one last segment because I won't end on that note. I want to talk about what we can look forward to the Houston Astros in 2020. Our last segment will be next. Let's wrap up this H-Town wheelhouse. What I expect from the Astros. In 2020, I saw some Vegas betting line board where they had all the different wins expected for each team, and the Astros were labeled off the board. Now, I don't know if it was a parody gambling site or what, but if anybody is delusional enough to think that the Astros aren't going to win at least 95 games or more, then they are sorely mistaken. I think that this team is going to have a fire in their belly to compete and prove themselves unlike they've ever had before. Like the general said in the movie Pearl Harbor, once they attacked Pearl Harbor, he said, we have awakened a sleeping giant. And I believe that the Astros' inner giants have been not just awoken but like a phoenix, are going to rise from the ashes. And they are going to crush the competition. Now, I may be way off on this, but my gut feeling tells me that you will see more success than failure from this Houston Astros team. Not only from the veterans, but from the young players who are trying to make a name for themselves. Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, Miles Straw, Aurelio Armenteros, Bobby Abreu. Um, Colonel Perez, if he comes back up, uh, oh my gosh. And I just drew a blank. All the other young guys that are out there that are trying to make this team, Tyler Ivey, um, Christian Javier, the list goes on. I just really believe that the Houston Astros have a lot that they're going to want to prove. And I believe they're disciplined enough and they're a talented enough bunch that they can do that. Are the Rangers much improved roster-wise? I believe they are. Are the Angels improved roster-wise? Yes, they are. The Mariners are going to be where they're going to be at the bottom, but I do believe that the rest of the division is going to be a tough one. I don't think the A's are going to lay down. So you've got three strong clubs behind the Astros. They're still my favorite to win the West. They're actually my favorite to win the ALDS, and they are my favorite to play the Yankees in the ALCS. I think they can beat the Yankees, but you know, we haven't got—we haven't even gotten to spring training, so I'll leave that up to the betters in Vegas. This is H Town Wheelhouse. This was an H Town Wheelhouse quick hit. Y'all have a great evening. We'll talk soon. Go Astros.